views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Oh my gosh. Hello, 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 everyone. Love is in the air. Love is still in the air. Love, love, love is always in the air. Oh my gosh. What a great show today. The Truth About Love with my very special guest, Deb Acker, joining me here today. I'm Dr. Pat. You're tuning in to the Dr. Pat Show, Transformation Talk Radio, and all the other places that you're picking us up. Too many for me to actually mention. Uh, But for those of you, you know who Deb Acker actually is. Transformational coach. She helps her clients break through patterns that are just holding them back. And why do we want to do that? Well, we want to do it so that we can realize the authentic truth of our lives. You know, she has been a a guest on Chicago TV. She's been on radio. She's been on uh, uh, a number of different speaking webinars, coaching events. And beyond all of that, you know, she is a, a, a student and a master of consciousness, oneness, truth, and personal growth. And she loves, loves working out. Boy, I hope she can share some truth today about that for me. And, <laughs> and so here she is. She's also the host of a fabulous, fabulous show. Today, we're taking on the conversation, The Truth About Love. Deb, great to have you here. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to have this conversation today. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) This is kind of fun, right, when we think about it. We think about love. And I was commenting to you before we got on air. You know, my comment was, you know, wow, Valentine's Day came and then it went. And then I was saying that, you know, while I didn't see a lot of commercials on TV, I didn't see a lot of, you know, that kind of commercialization, there's just a real feeling of lightness so what was your sense of this Valentine's Day, and what do you think is going on in the air here about love? Well, you know, it's interesting because I would say that my sense around Valentine's Day, well, my Valentine's Day was kind of, it was just like a very hectic week, and I was actually teaching a workshop on living our love life. <laughs> so it was super, super fun to teach it and to kind of, you know, bring people into that energy of love. And for me, love is such a, like, it's such a yummy energy, right? It's such like, it's the energy that if we could like hang out there all the time, I mean, imagine how, you know, how, what our lives would look like. 
And yeah. so just this Valentine's Day, um, for me personally, I felt very like relaxed and just happy and excited and just, um, I'm single, but just like in the knowing of what's coming for me. And I'm just very like crazy excited about that. So yeah, I love it too. And you know, it's really fascinating because, uh, I didn't really get to think about it very much. And, you know, uh, due to a, uh, very unexpected uh, Windows 10 critical error message that pops up. And, you know, all of a sudden, here we are in the flow of this weekend being the the weekend, the love weekend. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, juxtaposed to that is this really fascinating critical error. Your startup menu is missing or something like that. And I started to think about it and I thought, well, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute okay, that's not the vibe I want moving into the love energy. But yet many people are searching, searching, searching. And some days that critical era pop-up shows up in their love life. So <laughs> I know. Sometimes we know it, right, Deb? And sometimes we don't <laughs> feel it, right? What the heck is that about where we think, oh, my God, that is not for me. I don't know if I'm going to find the love. Well, you know, finding love, you know, and I, it's like, I know it drives everyone nuts <laughs> when we say this, but, you know, finding love really does start within yourself, right? You know, uh, what really got me started on my truth journey and on my journey to love was for me a relationship pattern, right? And so I kept attracting the same type of person over and over and over again. I was so done with it. I was so sick and tired of it. And so what ended up happening is I went out on this journey to shift that and to quote unquote, you know, find my partner. And in the process, I found myself and I found that inner, you know, that inner self love. And so I think that that's, I mean, it's the like, once you get satisfied, and once you really start to love yourself, like, everything shifts like your whole it's it's all about you know you change what's on the inside and then your outer world shifts and so it's just really really powerful yeah and it, i mean that really does address or at least brings to the forefront front the question about where does love start and let's talk about that you know one of the things that i that i said early on when i started doing this is that you know do we pop into this world as beings of love and, you know, my my upbringing, everything about it said, yeah, we do. And then stuff happens. What's your take on it? Where does it start? Does it even start in this lifetime? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think so. It's interesting, right? We come yeah. in as these, uh, you know, we come in and we're just we're so full of love, right? We don't know. We have no conditioning around. I'm supposed to hate or I'm supposed to dislike things. We like we have, I and mean, we really don't, you know, have a lot of preferences. It's all kind of like learned preferences. But really, you know, we we go in and out of love. And I think, like all of our journey, the end, like if we're looking at the big, the bigger picture, our journey is in every single moment. Can I choose love? When that person cuts me off in traffic, can I choose love? When I get get in a fight with my boss, can I choose love? It's it's all about at the end of the day, can I choose love? And so I think. Truly, we actually start kind of from that centering point, from that point, and then we kind of, we, you know, we watch the people around us who are, you know, obviously we're just all in our human moments and we're just having our, you know, our, our human experience, and it's really about, like, you kind of shift out of it, and then it's about the return back to it. So, yeah, absolutely. 
Well, you know, this is really part of an experiment that we get to do in our lives and really take a look out there and get out in the in, you know, get out into the game. And, you know, what I mean by that is not that love is a game, but get out in, get off the get off the bench, so to speak, and get at the same time for some people, Deb, isn't it like a scary thing? And so part of not even being in the truth, right, is this idea that it is such a little scary thing or sometimes a big scary thing that we don't even want to face the truth. We don't want to face the truth about ourselves, and we certainly don't want to face the truth about our partners, right? Well, yeah, I mean, so if you look at that, right, it's like as we're going into, you know, as we start to put ourselves out there and as we start to date and in work on, okay, meeting our partner in the, in the physical world, it's like, it can be scary, right? Because it's like, first of all, you have to really know yourself really well. Yeah. And there's so many of us that, that, you know, especially depending on when you, you partnered up and how self-aware you were, you know, we can, we can be kind of choosing from sort of, uh, an unconscious space, right? You know, we can be choosing sort of, it's like, okay, we, we kind of put our partners in these, like, you know, who are our desired partners, um, who we want those to be in these kind of boxes. Right. And it's like, um, oh, okay, he's, you know, he's smart. He's uh, attractive. He's funny. You know, I mean, we just kind of put on the checklist and we fail to really notice. It's like, okay, how does this person make me feel? How do you know, what's our relationship? What, what is, you know, what does my ideal relationship look like? Do I want, like for me personally, um, in partnership, I see my partnership where we're constantly lifting each other up, right? And we're constantly growing. And, you know, even in the workshop I taught this weekend, I was talking about this idea of uh, a round peg in a square hole. Yeah. And that's all. <laughs> it's like lack of a better way to, to put Good. it. Right. But, um, you know, tr- truly, it's like we kind of go out and we're like looking for someone just kind of fill that space as opposed to being truly mindful about what our what we truly want and desire our love partnership to be. Well, you know, this is really part of the conversation. And I love that we're having this because, you know, if you're sitting there and you're like me or you're like many, many people out there, right? You know, there's going to be a question that we get to ask ourselves. And one of the questions we might ask ourselves and think about this, this is really deep. You know, uh, if I am with someone uh, that uh, I asked to go to see the movie Single, And in exchange, I go to see the movie Deadpool with him and her. Will they do that? That's the big question right there. But that's really the question that opens the door for many other questions. When we come back, we're going to talk with Deb about what is that truth experiment and what has truth got to do with it anyway? I'm Dr. Pat Deb Acker. Joining me here today, lots to talk about. Phone lines are open. You got your love question on. How was your Valentine's Day? Did it go the way you thought? Did you really end up sitting through Deadpool and end up loving it? 1-800-930-2819. We're going to take a short break, everybody. We'll be back for the truth experiment. Tune in to The Jen Royster Show, intuitive guidance to inspire your life, each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. 
This amazing show is an inspirational hour that will take you on an epic metaphysical journey to discover the spiritual approach to life's greatest challenges. Dr. Jen is an internationally known intuitive counselor, spiritual teacher, and energy healer. Call in for intuitive readings and visit jenroyster.com for more information. A morning filled with dynamic, inspirational music, spirituality, and uplifting messages by T.J. Woodward. Come and connect with community conversations and awaken your senses. Awakened Living Sundays with T.J. Woodward. Join T.J. every Sunday in the San Francisco Bay Area Chapel at Fort Mason and live streaming online, 11 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. Pacific Time. To learn more and access the live stream, visit www.awakenedlivingsf.org. Awaken to your radiant, authentic self. For over 15 years, Soul Purpose Advocate Nancy Monson has been focused on leading change in the lives of those looking to live their true purpose. She is devoted to supporting people and living a soul-directed life every day. Let Nancy help you overcome fear, worry, and doubt. Visit EverydaySpirituality.com to learn how Nancy can be your Soul Purpose Advocate. Living Kabbalah, experience the fruits of the Tree of Life. In this 10-month Ascension program, Kabbalah unlocks the potential of your own divine nature to know and accomplish your unique purpose in life. Get ready for real and lasting change. Enroll now for this 10-month Ascension program starting January 30th through 31st. Visit 10thhouse.org. That's 10thhouse.org today to learn more. Called the Oprah of Radio by her listeners. Award-winning host Dr. Pat Basile is blowing the doors off of traditional talk radio. Get ready for an energizing delivery and powerful interviews with leaders in the field of human potential. Dr. Pat's fresh new perspective on living life full out has catapulted her show to the top of talk radio. Tune in and Dr. Pat will help you thrive instead of merely survive. Visit the drpatshow.com. That's T-H-E-D-R-Patshow.com for listening times in your area. The doctor is in. Tune in to the hit show, The Psychic Love Doctor, with host Deborah Lee. Deborah's life affirming, highly perceptive reading method has taught Deborah how to zero in on specific problems with relationships, career pursuits, and current roadblocks to success and happiness. Join Deborah Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific and for a special broadcast the second Thursday of every month at 11 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Hey, everybody, what a great show right here today. The Truth About Love with Deb Acker joining me here today. For those of you out there, we also have a fabulous giveaway during the show, a 30-minute complimentary discovery session with Deb. And then in this 30-minute session, you're going to be able to identify and clear whatever that number one block is that you're having, whatever the area is in your life. Because what Deb helps people with is understanding, identifying, and looking at truth. And truth, as so many people have said, Deb, will set you free. Now, let's talk about this from what you've been doing. I mean, this is something that you've been out in the world talking about. You talk about it on your radio show. But the truth experiment in dating, what is that? That sounds, that sounds like that could be good, bad, and ugly. 
<laughs> well, yeah, it's been uh, it's a really, really fun experiment I decided to do. So, you know, my old conditioning, my old patterning was definitely around. And we and I think a lot of us are conditioned to show up this way, right? Sort of to be very agreeable in relationship, especially initially when you're um, when you're starting to get to know someone, you kind of just I like it's like I use the example of like football, right? It's like when, you know, somebody's like, oh, yeah, I like football and and I will watch football. But like, will I choose to watch football if I'm by at home by myself? No, you know? And so I found myself even just on one date, um, not that long ago, go like he was talking about football and I was like, Oh yeah, football. And then I was like, wait a minute, uh, correct that. <laughs> Let's shift. <laughs> I was like, I, I don't choose to watch football, but like I will watch it and I can get into it if, you know, somebody turns it on. <laughs> and so it was kind of like that, like noticing my auto conditioning around that and then, uh, course correcting. Right. But you know, I think it just can be, so especially it's a really common pattern in women where we kind of get focused on the guy and getting the guy and the guy's needs and sort of just being agreeable to sort of just going along with what the guy wants, right? And so what ends up happening is then we are we move out of ourselves and we kind of become, you know, the energy of it. Obviously, like I, I work a lot with energy and it's like we become a little like squishy or squirmy, like where we're not in our own space. We're not in our own self. Right. And so the refocusing, the recentering is to, to refocus and recenter back in you. Right. To really choose you to really um center in you and to really keep focusing. It's like as you're having this conversation is that really true for me? What's true for me in this moment? And how can I communicate in that, communicate that in a way that's not, it doesn't have to be like confrontational or, or challenging, but how can I communicate that in such a way, um, that is honorable to myself? Because the truth of the matter is, is that, um, you know, men, women, whoever, like when, when you meet someone and they're not in their own truth and they're just trying to be agreeable for you to like them, how does that go over? I mean, for me, it's like, you, it's like, I don't want to be around somebody who's just like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's great. I, yeah, everything you like, I like. Like, you know, like the, that challenge, that sort of, um, you know, where you're, you, you are having, you are, each person is just being them, themselves and bringing that to the table. Yeah. That's what's desirable. It's not desirable just to be agreeable all the time. Yeah. And so, oh, yeah. It, Deb, doesn't it, this starts at a lot of different levels. So let's start with some of the basics, like you said. You know, we're talking about, wait a minute, you're out there, you may be on a first date. If you live in the greater Seattle area, you're on a first coffee and, you know, you're probably going to have a bunch of coffee. And so you're on that first one and you're talking about things and you find yourself, well, wait a minute, you know, what am I compromising and, and what am I not saying? And those are kind of the interesting things that we find. So some people say, Deb, and I'd love for you to talk about this, is some people say, hey, you know, early on, it's okay to be a little bit more reserved and kind of ease into the whole truth thing. You know, maybe they don't need to know that, you know, you, uh, you know, spent the weekend catching up on NCIS or the walking <laughs> or something, Right. But where is it? Because we're so used to not telling the truth, right? That that's our comfort zone. Right. Exactly. And I think, you know, it goes out, first of all, it's like, what are you really looking for 
in a relationship and what are you looking to foster? For me personally, obviously truth is like everything that I came here to do. And so from the get go, I am looking to foster that. Now I will say is like, it's, it's sort of looking at the situation and going, do I see myself even going like on a second or third date with this person? Right. Because, um, and, and, and it kind of can go both ways, right? Because if you don't see yourself going on um, a first or second date with this person, then you can kind of like, you can either trial it out and kind of just put everything you want out there and practice, or you can choose to be reserved about it and say, I'm not going to share my truth in this moment because, you know, this isn't somebody, because we get to determine who we share our truth with, right? And we get to determine how much of our truth that we share. And if it's not a safe place to share your truth, for whatever reason that is, and and like obviously sharing our truth can feel unsafe in any situation, but if it's not a safe place where you feel like, okay, I'm not going out with this person again, I'm going to get criticized or attacked for saying something, then you get to make the determination as to what that really, you know, what that really looks like. Right. Hey, what, what got you going on the whole experiment in dating idea? Well, so, you know, yeah. uh, (laughs) So it's, it was really stemmed from like old patterning and old conditioning around, how I would lose myself when I would be um, dating someone, right? Like how, and I, like I said, I really do think this is such a, I I see this in a lot of my clients where it's like, we just, you know, you do get focused on that end goal and especially too, depending on where you are and if you want kids and stuff, you can get really focused on your like biological clock and really like just filling that space. And so, you know, uh, when I was younger and I would notice myself like, uh, you know, as I started to do this work, like losing myself, right. And just like, you know, you kind of, it's, it's really in, in, um, truthfully, it's a scarcity conditioning a lot in a lot of ways. Right. Because it's like, oh my goodness. Um, like if I, like, he's kind of like, I, 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 I talked about this in one of my, I do like a truth talk Tuesday on Periscope. And I, um, I talked about this on there where it's like, it's like kind of like the bachelor, right? It's this sort <laughs> of this, this really strong scarcity conditioning where, you know, it activates it very, very profoundly because it's like, he's the last man on earth. <laughs> and like, you know, we all, we all want this, this one guy. Right. And so that can be a really strong triggering, a strong conditioning that happens when we like someone and we go on this date and we want them to like us. So we go into the space of losing ourselves, of becoming very agreeable. And um, it's one of those things where it actually does the exact opposite of what we want it to do, right? We're wanting it to get us that second date or to get us kind of further down the road. And the person, the guy leaves are going, this person has no you know, like no sense of self and they can kind of feel like whether they're like self-aware at all or not, guys can feel when a girl's sort of like willing to do anything for them. Right. And at that level, especially in the beginning at that level, it's not attractive at all. It's not like they're like, Oh my God, this woman's willing to, you know, run over to my house at, at, you know, at any hour (laughs) and, and come see me. They're not going, Oh my God, this girl's great. They're going, Ooh, she doesn't have a good sense of self and it ends up actually pushing them away versus pulling them yeah. closer. Yeah. And you know, nowadays, this is what I love about this nowadays, you know, fast forward to where we are in contemporary times, right? You know, we are in contemporary times now and we are so connected that, I mean, honestly, if you are out there in social media and you're doing something out there that, you know, somebody kind of picks up on, like, you know, coming to a relationship, having coffee, going on a date. And this doesn't matter if you are in, you know, a male-female relationship or you're in a same-sex relationship. It, not, it doesn't matter. The dynamic is the same. 
And, you know, it is so easy now to find people that, are, yeah, you know, like, yeah, my marriage is over and boom. Okay, wait a minute. That's your ex on Facebook saying it's not. So there is a level of truth that we are more exposed to now in the world, Deb, than ever before. It is not like we can openly hide like major things anymore, is it? Well, yeah. So there's, there is a way that like, you know, where Facebook and social media, especially Facebook, right? You can still choose whether you're on there or you're not and how much you share, but it's kind of like, it depends on, I remember at one point, this was like years ago, but a friend of mine um, had a bad breakup with somebody and she was kind of putting it all on Facebook. And I was like, my goodness, like, (laughs) it was just one of those things. It's like, we, again, it kind of goes back to tuning in and going, how much do I want to share here? And is this an appropriate environment for me to share that? And so, yeah, so just like noticing that, and I was like, like, you know, I mean, just kind of the way we can choose. Okay, so it's it's like we always get that opportunity to choose love, no matter what, right? And so, you know, you have that breakup, and you're on social media, and, um, you know, you can either air your dirty laundry public, really publicly, or you can actually say, okay, like this isn't something maybe made for public consumption, <laughs> you know, like it's maybe not something that I need to put out there in that way. And of course, it doesn't mean that you don't like honor the fact that you are now single, but there's a completely different way of that than there is um, of just, you know, like really laying out yeah. all of your dirty laundry. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, this is part of what we're talking about here today is that, you know, just like there are 50 shades of a whole bunch of things out there, there so is for many people out there, 50 shades of truth. And yet for some of us, this may be a conversation we have about looking at, wait a minute, wait a minute, where where am I in Deb's truth experiment, right? Where am I in the truth experiment about dating? Do I even know? Do I even know when I'm sort of out of, you know, my soul's consciousness level? You know, how does love relate, Deb? Let's talk about this. Let's talk about the soul, you know, and truth. There, there are folks that say the soul knows. Soul knows when we're just not right with ourselves around, around this and around life and around things. The soul knows. You know, sometimes, you know, some folks say, wait a minute. You know, if my spouse is on his or her deathbed and they are like taking their last breath, that may not be a time to tell them about you cheating 30 years prior to that. Right. And <laughs> I, I mean, so what, doesn't the soul guide us or help us a little bit here? Yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. I really it's like I always say, like when you're going on on a first date, um, you can tune in and notice, like, how do I feel right now? I mean, and does this feel right? Like, we get, we always get a sense of, you know, when we go out with someone, we do absolutely, we absolutely get a sense of who that person is and, like, is this somebody that I could see myself with? How does this feel? And sometimes you just have a gut knowing and you, we, like, we, we get so conditioned to not listen to that, right? And so many people encourage, it's like, oh, go out on a gazillion dates with this person and just keep giving them a shot. And it's like, one or two dates, great, you know, absolutely. But, you know, you can really tune in even before a first date and say, uh, is this person going to be a good fit for me or not? And you, and you can really identify that and really know, absolutely. Yeah, you really could, you know, and, you know, it raises the question, what is really the difference between lust and love? We're going to take a short break when we come back. Deb Acker is taking this on. We have a 30-minute session 
free 30-minute session we're going to give away to the first caller that calls in. And uh, nope, you don't have to come on air to get it. You just have to call in for Mr. Benny, and we'll tell you all about it when we come back. We're also going to tell you about a number of different ways that, you know, Deb is working with people out there, some of the events she's doing to really raise a level of consciousness around how truth can really set us free. And, you know, and sometimes Facebook sets us free. Sometimes Twitter sets us free. But it doesn't matter if you are trapped in the illusion of self. That will be a prison that you can get out of. Let's take a short break. Deb Acker in the house. We'll be right back. Transformation Talk Radio is dedicated to the education and awareness of Lyme disease. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Lyme Talk Radio. I'm Dr. Pat, joined here by Dr. Nusheen Darvish. Dr. Pat Basili and Dr. Nusheen Darvish will be bringing the most innovative, groundbreaking information, research, treatment innovations, and stories from those it affects every day. I'm so excited to be talking about this. We have so much to share. Dr. Darvish and I are planning to do is connect the dots. People suffering with all sorts of chronic diseases, it's time. It is time for them to transform. Tune into Lyme Talk Radio and help keep our mission strong. For the loyal listeners out there that have been listening to this incredible show on Lyme disease, we are not going to let you down. We're going to come through stronger and enrich the platform for Lyme disease awareness through Lyme Talk Radio. The message will continue. The conversations will become stronger and the healing epic. Has asthma or allergies got you singing the raspy blues? Allergy and Asthma Networks is the nation's premier nonprofit patient-centered network of doctors, caregivers, patients, and healthcare professionals who are dedicated to ending death and suffering due to asthma, allergies, and related conditions. Join President and CEO Tanya Winders each month on the Dr. Pat Show to learn more and visit AllergyAsthmaNetwork.org today. Breathe better together with Allergy and Asthma Network. Have you been seeing numbers like 111 and 222 everywhere you go? Do you feel that the universe may be trying to get your attention, perhaps offering a message of some sort? As it turns out, numerical patterns and certain types of geometry form the very fabric of our reality, from cells under a microscope to the astronomy of our night sky. At Stellar Reflections, we offer special sessions which tap into these patterns, designed specifically to support you on your journey. The 111 and 222 activations are sessions activating new patterns in your energy field, which in turn can help you create new patterns in your life. After just one session with a practitioner, either in person or via distance, clients report gaining greater clarity, becoming more intuitive, and honoring their inner truth as they move forward in their lives. Curious about what these transformational sessions might do for you? Call 425-999-9836 or visit StellarReflections.com. That's StellarReflections.com. What are vibes? We often use this word, but did you know vibes can actually be useful and help solve our everyday challenges? Embark on an exciting learning journey with Caitlin Keat, 11-time Visionary Award winner. 
specialist in vibrational energy, and the creator of Vibes Up. Join Caitlin as she takes you through the world of vibrational therapy and energy healing with natural solutions for a modern world. Visit VibesUp.com to learn more today. It's written on the wind. It's everywhere I go. So if you really love me, come on and let it show. Wow, everyone. It's great to have Deb Acker joining me here today. The truth about love. That's what we're talking about because so many of us are searching for that perfect love partner and soulmate in our lives and time after time we come up short. Well, today we're exploring why this is and how do you get to attract true love in our lives, release old relationship and patterns. Uh, You know, the question mark for many people has been, Deb, do soulmates exist? And where do I even begin? And we've started to talk about that. But before we get back to it, take a minute, first of all, let folks know how they can find out more about you. And then also tell folks a little bit about the discovery sessions. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So um, listeners can find out more about me at DeborahAcker.com. It's just D-E-B-O-R-A-H-A-C-K-E-R.com. So it's just DeborahAcker.com. And the discovery call is designed to, you know, for people who are potentially interested in doing one-on-one coaching with me. And the way that I designed it, you know, um, and Pat had previously mentioned this a bit, where basically um, so many times we're looking to our outer world to change something, right? So we get a new job, we get a new relationship, and we look to those areas to change something. And what I believe is that when you shift what's on the inside, that's how you shift your outer world, right? And so this the discovery um, call is definitely designed to identify your number one block in that one area of your life, whether it's around relationships we're talking about relationship today. So relationship, career, abundance, health, whatever that area is that you're struggling. I mean, most of us can name at least one of those areas that we have challenges in. And it's designed to clear that number one block so that you can shift your, begin to shift your outer world and really start to create a new, um, a new experience. Um, and listeners can uh, uh, go and uh, sign up for that discovery call at bit.ly slash Deb discovery call. So it's just bit.ly slash Deb discovery call. Yes, and right now on the show, what we're going to do is we're going to give one of these away, Uh, 1-800-930-2819, somebody specific that wants to get a little help in discovering and get pointed in the right direction. If you are on a journey to discover the life that you truly desire, this is the the work Deb does, 1-800-930-2819. Mr. Benny will get you when you call in. He'll take down your information, and we'll give it to Deb. Uh, no need to come on the air unless, of course, you have a question for us. You can also ask us questions if you go to TransformationTalkRadio.com. And on the right-hand side, just type in your question, and we'll bring your questions on air uh, for all of you out there. And again, we'll do the first caller with many, 1-800-930-2819. You know, Deb, let's talk for a little bit, a bit about this idea of soulmates. Because, I mean, this is, you know, this has worked in a couple of different ways. I know for myself, when I think about it, you know, I, I, I really today at my age, I'm very clear about the people that have shown up in my life that I thought were a soulmate for me and weren't and the ones that I truly believe are. But boy, it took a lot for me to figure any of that out. What do you think? Uh, do soulmates exist? 
Well, I think that we, it, it depends on the person, right? Some of us set it up to have that infinite choice when we step in, right? We set it up to just literally be able to um, feel into that moment and pick whoever it is that we feels right in that moment. So I don't know that soulmates exist for everyone. I will say that um, for me personally, like I set it up for one specific person, right? So while, you know, while there are lots of abundant choices and stuff, there is for me one specific person that I had in mind that we both agreed mutually, you know, our energies agreed, like we're like, okay, if we could both and and our journeys, um, and the way that our journeys coincide, it was it was both we where we both had to be honest and be true in relationship to get to the point where we could actually meet each other and actually align, right? And so had for me, had I not done the work that I have had done, um, I don't know that we would have actually been able to come together or align. So it's really, really interesting, um, you know, when you look at it that way. Well, you know, and this is really kind of, you know, the next question that kind of leads up to this. You know, there may be some work that gets done in this lifetime. What's your sense of past lives? Uh, do they have an influence and where are you with that? Yeah. So, okay. So my partner, um, I believe I've done some like muscle testing around this and just being an intuitive coach. Um, I'm very intuitive. And so my partner and I have been in 10 lifetimes together and of which five we've been partnered, right. As like love partners. And so, um, you know, we, (laughs) it's so funny because I'm getting like chill. I love talking about this stuff. I'm getting chills as I'm talking about this, but, um, which is just my body's way of soul, uh, defining soul truth. But, um, you know, so we agreed, like we agreed to come in and it was like, we're okay. We're going to get, we're going to get together in this lifetime. It's funny because, um, I have a sense of who this person is actually in physical form. So while I have not met him, I, I, I think I know who he is. And it's so interesting. Cause I had read, like I read a, an article he had written, um, online and you talk about just kind of being able to access information that, you know, years ago we weren't able to access. And it was literally like, like his story and my story were, were like the same story, right? Like he had been in this relationship where it was like almost perfect, but he knew that there was something that was off, right? So you, it goes back to that feeling of like something here doesn't feel exactly right, right? And he knew that he was called to something bigger, to some bigger relationship. And I've always felt that too, where I felt like I was called to this really big relationship in, um, in this lifetime. And so super, super interesting to like, you know, and it's gonna be interesting to meet him in the physical form and really see, you know, see how our energies come together and see, oh my gosh, how, what does this really look like when we're like actually face to face, you know, but I've been able to like just tap into, okay, who's this person, who is this person and what is his energy like? And, you know, that can be a really, really powerful way to help to bring that person closer to you. Yeah. Well, you know, let's talk about this for a minute. If the truth sets us free, where do we begin? Now, here's the question I'm asking. The question really is about these patterns you and I talked about, right? I got this pattern. What's my pattern? Is I jump in and let's say this is something that happens. I jump in and this could be a a male, a, a man or a woman. It doesn't matter. But I jump in and I find somebody in trouble and oh my gosh, I gotta save them. You know, that's my role. I don't even know I'm doing it. I mean, the courtrooms are filled with people that like to save other people, lend the money, do this, that, or the other thing, only to find out that's a pattern that didn't work. We don't have. Let's talk about these patterns and how do we, A, Deb, how do we know we're 
setting up a pattern here, right, that's going to get us in a little bit of trouble. And how can we stand in our truth about it? Because, you know, sometimes it's hard to say no to somebody in need. And that's just one example. <laughs> yeah, no. So, you know, um, I believe our patterns stem from from, you know, from childhood experiences. Right. And so, you know, there's this moment in childhood where we take on you know, like there's a moment in childhood that holds a lot of energy for us, right? And it's where our little girl, our little boy was wounded in some way, right? Um, the example for me is is uh, where, um, you know, one of my family members left. And so then ever since then, you know, um, up until a few years ago, I was attracting people that in some way were unavailable, emotionally unavailable, physically unavailable. But um, basically that moment from when I was a kid held a lot of energy, right? And it was everything, you know, I was two years old. So it was everything that I wanted to say in that moment that I couldn't say, you know, that obviously I didn't have that voice, didn't have that knowledge, wasn't able to stand up for myself and speak my truth, right? So it's like the little girl in me was like recreating that moment in my adult life to be able to say to, you know, like that initial um, parent, it's like, no, you can't go like this is like stop, you know, and so I kept recreating that. And once I took the energy off of that initial moment and gave that little girl her voice and gave her that voice of like, OK, you can stand in your truth here. You can say everything that you needed to say and you can acknowledge the hurt and the pain that, you know, that, the, you know, obviously all of our parents are doing the best that they can. But you can acknowledge the hurt and the pain that that moment caused you. And as you start to do that, that's what starts to shift the pattern in the modern day world. Yeah. I want to ask you about this when we come back from break. You know, there are some things that it becomes way easier to tell somebody, right, when you're out on that first date. And then there are some things not only that we don't want to tell somebody, but it even prevents us from going on that first date. What are some of those things and what are some of the exercises that we can do to bring the right person into our lives so we don't have to hide in a corner? Deb Acker joining me here today. We're going to take a short break. Uh, When we come back, what are some of the tough conversations and what do you think the benefit is, if there is one, from not standing in your truth? Stay tuned. We'll be right back. There are so many resources out there for meditation. But did you know that Atana's Heart Earth Healing Meditation is available for you for free? Yes, that's right. You can receive this free healing meditation today from Atana Badili. All you need to do is visit his website, atanamethod.com. That's A-T-A-A-N-A method.com and sign up. You will receive your free meditation instantly. That's atanamethod.com. Get into it for 2016. Do you want more prosperity, clarity, energy, and balance in your life? Join Lynn Brown now through March for one of her amazing workshops, each focusing on a key part of living your best life. For more information and to register for one of these amazing workshops, visit lynnbrownevent.com. That's lynnbrownevent.com. And get into it this 2016 with Lynn Brown. Put a little woohoo in your life with keys. 
Key's Clear Protein Waters have 22 grams of smile-making, attitude-adjusting protein in every bottle. Did I mention its tongue-tingling taste? Not just another guilty pleasure. With Keys, you'll enjoy every low-sugar sip and freedom from gluten, lactose, and GMOs. Who needs the fountain of youth when you can find Keys on Amazon or at Keys, K-E-E-S, please.com. Put a little woohoo in your attitude with Keys Protein Water. What if we really didn't have to die to go to heaven? Are you curious about the afterlife or rebirth? The highly anticipated new book from author Dr. Susan Allison, You Don't Have to Die to Go to Heaven, is available now. Find out how to find guidance and healing in the spirit realms. Order the book today and put it on your must-read list for 2016. Visit DrSusanAllison.com to learn more. Living Kabbalah. Experience the fruits of the Tree of Life. In this 10-month Ascension program, Kabbalah unlocks the potential of your own divine nature to know and accomplish your unique purpose in life. Get ready for real and lasting change. Enroll now for this 10-month Ascension program starting January 30th through 31st. Visit 10thHouse.org. That's 10thHouse.org today to learn more. Hey everyone, meet my friends at the Maca team. The ancient Inca root vegetable Maca is known worldwide for its huge array of health benefits. As a family-run company of true Maca specialists, the Maca team is here to bring you the best Maca the Peruvian mountains has to offer. Yellow Maca, used to promote endurance, vitality, fertility, hormone health, and much more is on sale now. I love it. Visit themacateam.com to order yours now. Themacateam.com. I love that. Benny, is that Olivia Newton-John from Grace? <laughs> yes, ma'am. Oh, my goodness. And Olivia's coming back. She's going to be on the show. Um, I love that CD. That is one of the best CDs, Grace and Gratitude. And, you know, Deb Acker is joining us here today. You know, Deb, um, we're getting a bunch of messages from folks that, you know, say, yeah, uh, the discovery session went in a hot second. But there is another way for folks to connect with you for a discovery call. Uh, give out that information again, if you don't mind. And then we're going to get to, yeah, what about the tough conversations? Yeah, absolutely. Um, perfect. So for a discovery call, all you have to do is head to bit, B-I-T dot L-Y slash forward slash uh, Deb, D-E-B, discovery call. So it's just bit dot Lee slash Deb, discovery call. Yeah, I love it. it. Yep. And what's your website? Let's have my, people know that, too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, my website is just DebraAcker.com. It's just D-E-B-O-R-A-H-A-C-K-E-R.com. And on there, too, if you, um, you'll see that there's an option to get my free uh, Living in Your Truth guide. So that's a guide that's going to help you to really uh, know how to honor you and choose you in all moments of every – in each moment of every day. Yeah. Now, the other thing, too, is uh, you do workshops, you're doing, you know, you, there are many, many ways you work with people. So we just want to make sure they also know about that, but also know about your radio show, too. 
Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, um, I have uh, on <laughs> Transformation Talk Radio, I have my radio show, Truth Talk. It is on every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Pacific. Um, it is an awesome show. Um, I, I love interviewing guests about what their truth is and what, what's the one thing that they want to bring truth and light to and how they see that changing the world. So every week um, we feature a new guest. Um, and then also, too, I'm going to be coming out with a Be True to You pattern program. So if you've – like if you really – are into self-discovery and really, really want to know yourself really, really well, this program is going to be, it's like the deep dive into your patterns and into really learning who you truly are, what your truth is, and learning how to be true to yourself. And so um, definitely head to my website, just deboracker.com, get on my list so that you can be the first one to find out about uh, about that program and um, and learn about that program. So yeah, I'm so super excited about that. Yeah, I love it. Okay, let's have a chat if we could um, uh, about the um, tough conversations, the tough ones. And you know, I, I kind of alluded to them a little bit before we went to the break. And I know we, I know we have a short five minutes or so here. <laughs> um, but there are a couple that come up. One is usually the truth about my finances. The other one is usually the truth about where I am with my ex. Now. You know, I mean, there are many, many more we can talk about, like health conditions and so forth. They all become tough conversations. When or if you have the opportunity, how do we deal with these, especially if you're somebody that's carrying this stuff around with you and you're kind of sitting there and you're thinking to yourself, well, wait a minute, this is in the back of my mind. I mean, do I tell her? Do I tell him? Oh, what what's your sense of this? So yeah, so it's really all about really honoring yourself and being true to yourself, right? And so really it's about tuning in and tuning in and going, okay, how does this feel to have this conversation right now? When do I have to have this conversation? And a piece of that is looking at um really like how um where do I want to go with this? Basically like looking at um just Okay, you know, so you've got this 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 like this tough conversation around finances. You got this tough conversation around illness, and it's like, um, why am I wanting to bring this up right yeah. now? Like, yeah. you know, like is this a form of protection? Is this yeah. something that's kind of help meant to help kind of push somebody away? And then also too, like if you can do the deep work to really shift the energy around it within yourself first before you bring that conversation up, that's kind of the, like, that's some of the work that I do with my clients, right? Because it's like, you know, we go out there and we're like, if you, if you, if it feels heavy to you, there's likely some sort of energetic reason as to why this conversation feels heavy to you. Yeah. Maybe you experienced um, some model in your childhood around being rejected. You know, you saw, saw one of your parents being rejected rejected around money or something, you know, or being rejected around a condition that they had. And so it's about doing, first of all, doing the deep inner work within yourself. And then, you know, then look, asking yourself, why do I need to share with, share this with this person? And then feeling into, okay, how does this feel to share with this person? Right. Is it safe to share with this person in this moment? And um, am I sharing it with this person because it's I want to have a more open, more vulnerable relationship with them? Or am I sharing this with them in the hopes that maybe somehow, like sub, this is more subconscious, but in some way, somehow, some way, I'm going to actually possibly protect myself and push them away? Yeah, I mean, all of those really. If you're if you're anybody that's along the journey here, 
uh, whether you're in a relationship or not. These questions come up even if you're in a relationship. And, you know, Deb, I'll tell you this, you know, for somebody like me, there's a reason that I have three different coaches. And it's because (laughs) I've learned about myself that I don't see the world the way that other people see the world. And I really welcome a different perspective on things. And clearly, there have been some relationships I've been in where my best friend has said to me, oh, my God, you can't see that? And I'm like, what? I'm like, <laughs> what? see what? And that is what happens with us sometimes, isn't it? Absolutely. I mean, I have um, at least three coaches. <laughs> so <laughs> I totally get that. And the thing is, is like, they're, you know, they're there to help us see ourselves better, right? You know, <laughs> one of my uh, one of my biggest gifts is to help um I like I see clearly, right? I've always seen clearly. I can see the situation. I see the energy underneath the situation. So a lot of people, it's very common to kind of just look at the physical. And what I do is I look at the energy underneath the physical, right? And so it's like, it's really looking at like, why is this really there versus, okay, you're telling me um, I needed to share this with, you know, share this on the first date. And it's like, okay, that might be true. But like, (laughs) let's look at really what's underneath that. And, um, yeah, that's something that I do, like, I do really, really well. And I love, I love it. I really love yeah. it. So, and, you know, let's say this, I know we got a couple of minutes left, like literally one of the things is we don't know what we don't even know. And so I will go to my coach and I will ask a question because I don't even know what I don't know. And that's really part of it. That's the work that you do to help people start to peel the layers back. Because let's go back to what we said when we started. The beginning of truth is being truthful to ourselves. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. Deb, what a great show. Again, give out your website, discovery session, and last question, what's your personal message? What would you like to leave us with? Wow. Perfect, perfect. So, yeah, so uh, listeners can find me at deborahacker.com. Um, like, like I said, if you feel called to explore one-on-one coaching with me, you could just head to bit.ly slash Deb Discovery Call. And, um, you know, to really leave the listeners, if I can leave the the listeners with one message around the truth and the truth about love, it's just like, it's tuning in and, and recognizing how can I honor myself in any relationship that I'm in? How can I honor myself in every moment? Right. Uh And, you know, obviously that's something that we got to practice. It's not something that happens overnight, but just really, really constantly keeping that as your centering point, constantly keeping that as your focus where you just center it within yourself. And you're like, how can I honor myself in every moment? What does honoring me look like in every relationship I'm in? I love it. And tell folks how they can tune into your show. What time? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So um, you can go to transformationtalkradio.com. I've got, uh, you know, for Truth Talk Radio, it's a, it airs live on Wednesdays at 5 p.m. If you want to um, listen to any of the replays, just head to truthtalkradioshow.com, and that'll take you to all the fabulous replays. I love it. Deb Acker, you rock. Thank you. As like, Thank you so like, much. like our new, we have a, a, a campaign, a little movement we're putting together, Positivity Rules, and you are it. Thank you, Deb. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. It was so great to be here. I so enjoyed it. <laughs> I love it. We're going to take a short break, everyone. We're not done. We've got another hour of Dr. Pat show coming up. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
The preceding audio was via a Skype call.